The great need of our nation is a spiritual awakening. We need God. At the darkest moments in history, the Lord has brought the greatest spiritual breakthroughs. This is the time for sincere believers to get serious about prayer. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Ezra now with Scott Pauley as we discover the principles of revival praying. I must tell you today that the more I learn about prayer, the more I realize I need to learn about prayer. In fact, the more praying I do, the less I feel like I really understand how to pray. I want to begin by just saying today, Lord, teach me to pray. Do you feel that way? God's Word teaches us that when we pray, we must pray according to His will. And I believe God's Word guides us in that. God's Word shows us the, the template, the pattern, if you will, for what real prayer should look like. And that's why this week we're studying Ezra chapter 9, this great revival prayer. And if we're going to see revival in our day, we're going to have to learn to pray the same way. We've learned that there are steps in this revival prayer. In Ezra 9 verse 6, there's confession. We must begin by getting thoroughly right with God. In Ezra 9 verse 7, we see intercession. We must learn not just to pray for ourselves and what we think we need, but rather to begin to pray for the needs of others. Your prayers will get more done than anything else you can do. It was Bunyan that said, we can do more than pray after we've prayed, but we can do nothing until we've prayed. Well, now today we've come to Ezra chapter 9, verse number 8, to the subject of petition. This is Ezra's prayer list. Would you like to hear the prayer list? Let's make it our own. Ezra 9, verse 8, And now for a little space grace hath been showed from the Lord our God, to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a nail in His holy place, that our God may lighten our eyes and give us a little reviving in our bondage. What a verse. Ezra 9, verse number 8, may be one of the greatest revival prayers in all of Scripture. See, a good prayer list contains more than names. It aims at specific needs. And not just specific needs, spiritual needs. So many of our prayer lists and prayer requests are for physical and material and temporal blessings. And there's nothing wrong with that. But may I remind you, those are the lesser things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. No, we ought to be seeking spiritual and eternal help. There are many things for which we need to pray, but there's one thing for which we must begin to pray now, and that's a definite move of God in our day. Friends, it is time for God's people to believe Him and to begin to seek His face. So let's take this verse today. Would you take Ezra 9 verse 8 and don't just study it. Would you pray it? Number one, the Bible says, And now for a little space grace hath been showed from the Lord our God. So number one, let's begin by thanking God for present grace. Thank the Lord we're still alive. Thank the Lord we're not in hell. Thank the Lord God's given us this day to serve Him and to seek Him. You see, this is where we should always begin. Praise ushers us consciously into the presence of Almighty God. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. And we're told, of course, Philippians 4 verse 6, that thanksgiving is supposed to accompany all of our prayers. So don't begin by asking. Let's begin by thanking. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a space of grace. And then, 
The Bible says in verse 8, And now, for a little space, grace hath been showed from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape. So I would say, number two, let's pray today for the remnant. God always has a remnant. He always has a people. In the darkest days, God always has a people. If you don't believe me, ask Elijah. He can testify to it. And the Lord talks about that remnant in Romans 11 verse 5. God has a remnant. And I want you to know we're going to be accountable for what we do for the Lord with the opportunity we've been given and the time that God lets us live. You're a remnant Christian today, my friend. Take heart in that. God has left a remnant to escape. And then the Bible says, and to give us a nail in His holy place. Now, what is a nail? This is interesting, quite a, quite a symbolism, quite a picture. They tell me that in the holy place where the priest went about their work, uh, they used utensils to deal with the sacrifices and to go about their function, and there were nails, there were places there in that holy place where these utensils were hung, a nail in the holy place. What does a nail picture for us? It's a small thing. Yes, it's a very small thing, but it's a starting point. A nail may be a very small puncture, a very small hole, but it's a starting place. It fastens things down. It's sure. Uh, it, it brings stability. Oh, I love this picture. We are told in Ezra 9, verse number 8, that God has given us a nail in the holy place. Do you feel like the world's spinning out of control around you? Well, there's a sure thing. That nail, I believe, is the Lord Jesus. I believe He is our presence in the holy place of heaven. He's our entry point. Thank God for Jesus. In Ecclesiastes 12, verse number 11, God compares a nail to the Word of God, like nails fastened by masters of assembly. Friends, we have the written Word and we have the living Word. We have the Scriptures, God's promises, and we have the person of Jesus Christ. Would you pray today that on the Word of God and in the name of Jesus Christ, God will give us the start of something mighty in our day, something to make an eternal difference, a nail in the holy place. And then the Bible says that our God may lighten our eyes. Oh, now we're getting to what real revival is. What is it? It's when God turns the light on. Light in the darkness. Pray for spiritual light. Pray for light in your own life, that God would give you understanding and help you walk in the light. I pray for light in the lives of other people so that God would take away the blinders from them, the darkness from them, open their eyes to the truth, help them not to be blind and lost. Let's pray for light in dark days. And then ultimately, here's how the verse ends, and give us a little reviving in our bondage. Pray that God would give us revival in days of great spiritual bondage. When, when Satan is bringing men into captivity... This is the very moment where we need God to break through and do something mighty. Now, this little expression, a little reviving, has captured my attention. In fact, did you notice that the verse begins and ends with a little? At the beginning of Ezra 9 verse 8, a little space of grace. And at the end of verse number 8, a little reviving in our bondage. And at first glance, you think a little. We don't need a little grace, a little reviving. We need a lot. But actually, this is, this is not skepticism or low expectations, this may be the greatest declaration of faith in the entire prayer. Do you understand what he's saying? He believes that just a little of God's grace will be more than enough. A little of God's reviving power will be more than enough. Now, friend, I want you to know God is infinite. There's no searching to His understanding and His power and ability. And it doesn't matter how big it is, God is greater. And I want to declare to you today, a little grace and a little reviving will 
make a lot of difference in our world. If the Lord would just show a little glimpse of His glory, a little demonstration of His power, oh, my friend, that in itself would bring a great revival in our day. Let me leave you with one word today, may I? One word that should drive your petition, should motivate your petition, should help your petition today be very definite. It begins this way in Ezra 9 verse 8, And now. Do you hear the present tense? Oh yes, we've heard of past revivals. Thank God for them, but we need revival now. And yes, we know that the Lord Jesus is coming someday, and we look forward to that future glory, but we need revival now. You see, revival is rooted in what we believe about God. He is the eternal, ever-present one, and He can work a work in our days. He's a very present help in time of trouble. He's not the I was or the I will be. He is the I am. And so today, would you call on the I am and say, Lord, now. Now, Lord, a remnant. Now, Lord, a nail in the holy place. Now, Lord, light for our eyes. Now, Lord, a little reviving in our bondage. Now, Lord, would you make your petition today with faith in God? We may be standing on the verge of a revival in our generation. It is time for God's people to pray. The full-length book, Revival Praying by Scott Pauley, is available in a hardback edition, in digital format through Kindle or iBooks, and has been recently released in an audiobook format. You may also be interested in the five-week Bible study companion with additional prayer resources for further study. Please visit RevivalPraying.com to access all of the complete resources for this series. That's RevivalPraying.com. God bless you as you study and pray. Thank you.